0: and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's Tuesday, January 9th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. We'll kick off today's show with new comments from Israeli Defense Minister Yov Galat. He's given the strongest indications yet that the war in Gaza is beginning to shift gears, moving possibly towards a lower-intensity conflict. Later in the show, we'll reveal new information about U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's three-day disappearing act. Plus, there's concerning news for Ukraine's defenders. U.S. officials are warning that the supply of Patriot missiles is running dangerously low. Sorry, we're all out of missiles. Finally, in today's Back of the Brief, we have some intriguing news from Beijing. China's top intelligence agency has announced the arrest of a man accused of spying on behalf of Britain's MI6. But first up, the PDB Spotlight. We're getting our first indication from the Israeli government itself that the nation's offensive inside Gaza, which just entered its third month this week, is beginning to shift gears, at least in the northern part of the enclave. Israel's Defense Minister Yov Galat, in an interview with the Wall Street Journal, revealed that Israeli forces would transition from what he called, quote, an intense maneuvering phase of the war, to different types of special operations. Gallant detailed that the military's strategy will now pivot to a more targeted approach in Gaza's northern section, while simultaneously continuing its pursuit of Hamas leaders in the south. Operations in the north will now focus on targeted raids, demolishing Hamas's tunnel network, and deploying special forces operations. Glant clarified that while this next phase will be less intense, it is expected to, quote, last for a longer time. He emphasized that Israel is not relenting in its aim to eradicate Hamas and end its presence in Gaza. Adding to Gallant's statements, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, the chief spokesman for the Israeli military, also indicated the commencement of a new phase. This phase, he claimed, will involve fewer troops and airstrikes, marking a more restrained form of warfare, which is, probably, music to the ears of the Biden administration. The administration has been advocating for this change of approach for weeks now, in part, due to intense pressure from the hard left side of the Democrat Party and concern over losing votes amongst the Arab American and youth populations. According to US estimates, there's already been a significant reduction in Israeli troop presence in northern Gaza. The current number of soldiers is less than half of the approximately 50,000 that were stationed there during the peak of the campaign last month. Hagari added that Israel would continue reducing troop numbers a process initiated earlier this month when it withdrew two combat brigades from northern Gaza. He noted that the intensity of operations in northern Gaza has already diminished as the military shifts focus to conducting targeted raids. Israeli officials, according to the New York Times, have privately communicated to their American counterparts their intention to transition to this new phase of warfare by the end of January although they've given no guarantees. Despite the reduction in combat intensity in northern Gaza, the situation remains critical in the southern part of the Enclave. Israeli Defense Forces soldiers continue their hunt for Hamas leadership in the city of Khan Yunis. Overnight on Monday, the Israeli Air Force carried out some 30 strikes on Hamas targets. These strikes targeted vital Hamas facilities, including underground sites, Weapons depots and other infrastructure. The IDF stated that the destruction of these targets would facilitate ongoing ground operations in the area. All right, coming up an update on U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's three day absence during a hospitalization at Walter Reed, and bad news for Ukraine's defenders as U.S. officials warn that the supply of Patriot missiles is running dangerously low. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know, that sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB. 35% 35% off at cozyearth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker Compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100 night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Welcome back. I want to shift things back to Washington, D.C. The Pentagon has disclosed new information regarding Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's extended hospitalization and given some new insight into that three-day lapse in notifying the White House of his condition. The Pentagon explained that Austin's hospitalization was the result of a medical procedure performed on December 22nd. He returned home the following day but was then rushed to intensive care on January 1st when he began to experience what was described as severe pain. The statement from Air Force Major General Pat Ryder provided no specifics about the initial procedure or the events of New Year's Day that necessitated Austin's admission to the intensive care unit at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. This narrative contrasts sharply with the initial description of Austin's hospitalization as a result of a, quote, minor elective procedure, as previously stated by the Pentagon. Now Austin remains hospitalized, but the Pentagon reports that he is recovering well and is in good spirits, though a specific discharge date has not been set. Now there's another part of this story, and that has to do with the internal workings of the Department of Defense while Secretary Austin was laid up. As we reported yesterday on the PDB, Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks, the Pentagon's second in command, who would ostensibly take over Austin's duties while he's unable to fulfill them, well, she was on vacation in Puerto Rico when Austin was first admitted to the hospital. According to two defense officials speaking to ABC News, Hicks was also kept in the dark about Austin's whereabouts until Thursday. That's around the same time that the White House learned of Austin's condition, and a day before Congress was informed. She reportedly had to be taken to a secure location to help fill in for her boss at one point. Secretary Austin resumed his official duties on Friday evening. Now, a U.S. official has indicated that there will be an inquiry into the unusual manner in which Austin's medical treatment was communicated, suggesting potential repercussions for those responsible. Some officials, including several members of Congress, Are demanding accountability for the communication failure. However, the Pentagon has stated that Secretary Austin does not intend to resign over the incident, and the White House also continues to stand by Secretary Austin. Four senior administration officials informed Politico that President Biden has no intention of dismissing Austin, even if he were to offer his resignation. All right, turning our attention to the war in Ukraine. While the Russian military continues to lob hundreds of missiles and drones at Ukrainian cities, U.S. officials are warning Kyiv that the U.S. may not be able to supply one of its key means of defending itself for much longer, namely the Patriot missiles Ukraine uses to down Russia's ballistic missiles. According to the New York Times, the White House and the Pentagon have warned the Ukrainian government that the supply of Patriot interceptor missiles may soon be unsustainable. Heart of the problem lies in the price tag. Patriot missiles reportedly cost $2 million to $4 million a pop. Pop of course is a technical military term. The Patriot system has been pivotal for Ukraine's air defenses amidst Russia's intensified winter bombardment, which is making use of a variety of missiles and drones. Now the narrative of this war often highlights the need for tanks, aircraft, and artillery. However, with congressional funding for Ukraine at a standstill, air defense is actually the country's most pressing issue, particularly since Putin has been busy ensuring a consistent supply of missiles and drones from his evil League of Evil BFFs, Iran and North Korea. The reason Russia has been able to stay in the fight, despite massive casualties, command and control problems, morale issues, and poor intel, is because Putin maintains air superiority in Ukraine, and the only way Kiev has managed to mitigate that advantage is to maintain a robust air defense system. However, the Ukrainian military is already raising alarm bells and warning that they're running low on vital air defense supplies following weeks of intensive Russian aerial bombardments. A ground commander speaking to the AFP reveals that Ukraine possesses just enough ammunition for its man-portable air defenses to withstand a few more powerful assaults. Man-portable air defenses are part of a wider network of defenses that include the Patriot batteries and are often used to shoot down the Iranian-designed Shahed drones that Moscow has launched almost nightly for close to two years. Coming up in the back of the brief, China's top intelligence agency announced the detention of a man accused of spying for the British government allegedly collecting Chinese state secrets. I'll be right back. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning, and that's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct. I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu to enroll. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. life insurance is an important safety net for your family and that's why i'm happy to tell you about policy genius policy genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace it saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today with policy genius you can find life insurance policies that start at just two hundred and ninety two dollars per year for a million dollars of coverage some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and TrustPilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
1: In
0: today's Back of the Brief, some cloak and dagger news out of Beijing. China's top intelligence agency, the Ministry of State Security, announced on Monday the detention of the head of an overseas consulting agency. Now, this individual, identified only by the surname Huang, is accused of spying for the British government, allegedly collecting Chinese state secrets. The ministry stated that Huang, who hails from an unspecified third country, was recruited and trained by MI6, the British intelligence agency. This training reportedly took place in the United Kingdom, among other locations. According to a post on the ministry's official WeChat account, now that's the popular Chinese social media platform that frankly looks nothing like the Chinese social media platform TikTok, meaning the Chinese regime course, would never allow their youth to access TikTok. Anyway, I digress, Huang was engaged in gathering China-related intelligence and recruiting new agents for MI6. The post further claims that the National Security Agency uncovered compelling evidence of Huang's espionage activities. He is said to have provided the British government with 14 state secrets and three pieces of intelligence. That's very specific. However, details regarding Huang's company or nationality remain undisclosed. Adding a cinematic twist to this, the Ministry alleges that the British government supplied Huang with, quote, special spy equipment, reminiscent of a James Bond movie. Ah, well, one can only hope that the special equipment included, I don't know, a shoe phone, the cone of silence, and an Aston Martin, maybe even a couple of fempots. Interestingly, this is the first time Beijing has publicly accused the British of espionage, although it has previously alleged that individuals were caught spying for the U.S. government. Now, when approached for comment on this matter, a representative for the Foreign Office in London said, oh, behave. Okay, no, no, he didn't, he actually had no comment. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 9 January. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool.